Welcome to the Morning Sanity Check, where we talk about the different pillars of resilience, spiritual, physical, social, and mental. Join us so we can talk about it, then be about it. Let the show begin. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Sanity Check. My name is Seth. And I'm Camille. Good morning. And we're here to help you make sure you stay sane. But before we go into everything, um, I just want to take a moment, if you will, for those of you that don't know, the uh, great Chadwick Boseman uh, just recently passed last night at the age of 43. And ladies and gentlemen, he had um, colon cancer and for those that don't know who he is, he played in such roles as Jackie Robinson in the movie 42. Also, the Get On Up biopic about James Brown. He played James Brown and one of his most famous roles as T'Challa in Black Panther. So um, I just want to say to those individuals or men out there, please make sure you take care of yourself. And we just want to give just... A moment of silence for this brother. He's an outstanding actor, and I feel like I've known him for real, but we're just going to give a moment of silence, man. All right. Okay, okay. And then, of course, we wouldn't be who we are without you and also our sponsors, right? So we want to give a special shout out to our sponsor, the Providence Place Home Health. So research has shown that aging people and people with medical conditions and or disabilities stay healthier with social interactions. So the agency, which is Providence Place, helps the community by promoting mental health. It also helps clients transition from dependent living to becoming independent by using independent living training. So if you can, ladies and gentlemen, if you are interested, give Providence Place Home Health a call. Their number is 314-736-1919. One more time, it's 314-736-1919. Ms. Camille, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. I just want to say this to, um, you know, Chadwick Boseman uh, passed away yesterday. And yesterday I found one of my friends told me it was um, actually Jackie Robinson Day. It was. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I thought that was kind of ironic. But, um, you know, he was a great person, great man, great actor. Um, you know, when when uh, Black Panther came out, he gave us all this sense of hope. And, you know, we're kind of forever. And we, we, we're going to carry that. Um, so still um, I'm grateful for what he's left behind. Um, sad for his passing. But I'm grateful that we have something to look back yes. on fondly about all of his accomplishments. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say good morning. Good morning to you. Share, share, share. Um, make sure you are tuning in. And if you are watching this on Facebook, make sure you go to StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook so you can be allowed in. And also make sure you check out our platform together, which is at Sanity Check. 
yeah. <laughs> right? KS, right? The extra KS stands for Camille and Seth, right? So make sure you guys go there. We want to say good morning, good morning, good morning. Woo! So how's your weekend going so far? Weekend so far is, is good. You know, we had some, um, uh, my dad passed away, my uh, not biological father. I want to clarify that. He's my um, my ex-father-in-law, but who remained very close and lived right down the street from me. So um, he passed. So we're trying to just um, kind of honor him this week. And so that's been a little bit hard, but, you know, here it is. I woke up another day. I have a thousand reasons to live and to be happy. So uh, here I am. Absolutely. 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 So, ladies and gentlemen, please make sure you comment. Let us know that you are here is very, very important because we got some good stuff to talk about today. And last week, if you joined us, we were dipping and diving into the five love languages okay it was very i wouldn't say intense but it was uh, <laughs> it was very interactive and yes. so we are kind of staying in that same lane but we're talking about keeping up with the joneses okay keeping up with the joneses camille what, what, what do you think about keeping up with the joneses <laughs> keeping up with the Joneses. So we talked about that comparison uh, last week. Hey, Lily, thank you very much. Um, But we talked about that comparison last week. And um, it really is keeping up with the Joneses. Actually, I had to do some research on keeping up with the Joneses. Mm -hmm. So what I found with keeping up with the Joneses was that it actually started as a comic strip in 1913 and it was broadcast um, by 150 newspapers across the, um, the nation and it was telling the story of you know like this wife who was always trying to buy all this stuff and do things for her husband you know because that's what the Joneses <laughs> the Joneses had mm-hmm. and then ironically what I also found out was that it was initially supposed to be keeping up with the Smiths Mm. It was called Keeping Up With The Smiths, but it wasn't as catchy as uh, Keeping Up With The Joneses. And when I think about that and I see all these hashtag relationship goals as it pertains to people like The Smiths, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, some things happen and we're like, oh, wait a minute. So with this whole Keeping Up With The Joneses, you know, it's very, very important that we understand that what we see on the surface is not always what goes on in the background. Mm. And we can tear down our own stuff trying to keep up with somebody who's not even keeping up with themselves. Hey. So, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That that's the thing. That's the thing and we forget. We truly do forget about um our own backyard because we worried about other people's uh fertilizer. You see what I'm saying? What what yeah. they doing? What, how are they grass getting so, you know, so so green? And mm-hmm. so what we do is subconsciously or even consciously we look at other individuals and instead of looking at ourselves and the individuals that's with us. So in line with your love languages. Mm-hmm. We have we first of all, again, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what the love languages are, it's the quality time, right? Acts of service, physical touch. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, what is the other one? Receiving the, gifts. Yep, receiving gifts, mm-hmm. and then the other one, words of affirmation. So, if you aren't cognizant of your own love language, that's one thing. But if you feel as though your spouse or significant other does not understand your love language, but you're looking across the street and say, see, that's what I want. That's what I want. 
that's a problem in a way, because it's one thing to show an individual, hey, this is how I like to be loved or this is how I, you know, I, I, I like that and show them as an example instead of judging and making an other individual feel less than. Mm hmm. You, you get what I mean? So, hey, good morning to everyone that's there. Hey, give us a second. Let us know where you are, where you're waking up from, where you're getting ready to go to sleep or whatever, and you're catching a sanity check. We appreciate y'all. What you think about that, Camille? Hey, to Korea out there across the waters. Good yes. morning to everyone. But um, I think that's so true. What we don't do is, like you said, water our own grass. We're looking at the green grass next door, and we don't understand that it's astroturf. See, you know, it's not even real grass. It ain't we real. It's green all year long, <laughs> and it's because it's not real. Mm -hmm. um, and there's this, this, uh, it creates an illusion of someone taking care of their yard when, in fact, they probably have the brownest thumb in the world. Mm -hmm. um, so they had to put down fake turf. And in terms of our uh, relationships, it's the same. What we see on social media, what we see when people go out and they're all lovey-dovey and everything like that, um, is not always the, the the picture that's going on, the real picture that's going on behind the scenes. Um, I know couples who would be, you would never know that they slept in separate rooms and separate beds at home and that they had very little physical contact because when they were out in public, you would see them all wrapped up together and everything like that. And then they go home and it's like, okay, go to your room, do your thing. I don't want to have nothing to do with it. But the perception that they want people to have is more important than really finding out, working on their own relationship, getting to the root of the problem, uh, working on their love languages and loving each other the way that, um, you know, they want to be loved. Um, and they would rather just put on this facade. And that is exhausting. Oh, yeah. It's exhausting it is to be fake all the time. See, like, and, and that's the deal. It. And you know what? I don't know. Because I don't have the energy to be fake. You dig it? It's, 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 I got too much ether in this body. You understand what I'm saying? I, I can't, you know, I, I can't deal with the fakeness. But um, to your point, you're absolutely right. Some people do try their hardest, their damnness to show you what ain't real. But hey, shout out to those up looking mom over there in uh, Houston. Right on, right on. Oh, word, England. Let's get it. Look at that. Hey, good day. No, that's Australia. Let's go say good day, mate. Ah, that, hey, I'm all out of line. Don't worry, but I'm just waking up too. Hey, what's going on, King? Right over there in Canada. Yes, Wakanda forever. So, you know what, y'all? Check this out. Do y'all know who Rick Springfield is? Anybody? Anybody know who Rick Springfield is? You probably don't. But, 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 but. I would tell you the song he came up with, and I bet you know who he is now. Hey, I wish I had Jesse's girl. Do, 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 do. I want a woman like that. Yeah. So this is the deal. Get out of Jesse's business. You see what I'm saying? Don't wish you had Jesse's girl. You need to wish you had your own girl, someone that can dig you, right? What we do sometimes is we're looking at other individuals and we are low-key either A, hating, right? Or B, just, just straight up envious but don't know how to communicate. So <clears throat> even though the other couple may be putting off a facade, 
you need to ask yourself, why do, why do you feel the way that you do about them? You get what I'm saying? So there's a couple of things I found. What, you, what we need to do, ladies and gentlemen, is focus, first of all, on ourselves and then focus on our own relationships instead of being in everybody else's business. And one, one thing that uh, can help that out is limiting your time on social media. You get what I'm saying? Because individuals do their best to put their quote-unquote best life out there, knowing that it's out of line. Knowing that it's trash. Come on now. Because if you think about it, social media is the one place you can go to be whoever you want to be. And so when you are out there and you're searching and you're seeing everybody booed up, they, you know, they go into Jamaica or they go into the Bahamas as clothes, right? <laughs> Don't forget, they got the wrong out there. Look, them old pictures. You dig it? Right. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? So you, you, you focus on the wrong thing. And but what will happen is we will start to feel a way. Right. And then it will or then we'll start looking at our own relationship or or our own significant other sideways. Like, well, I want to go to Barbados. Chill out. First of all, you broke. I'm broke. We look, we don't. We're yes. not in that same situation. What do you think, Camille? I was just about to say that one of the things when, when it comes to this, you know, in love language and in this keeping up with the Joneses is that comparison, it really is a thief of joy. I heard a um, quote one time and it was talking about, or I'm not going to quote it. I'm going to paraphrase it. But basically it was like, you know, chasing happiness, the happiness line. So some people say, oh, I would only be happy if my mate did this. I would only be happy if I had this job. I would only be happy if they loved me like this. I would only be happy if, you know, I went to Jamaica or Barbados or wherever the case is. And every time we get to that line, the happiness line moves back. And we keep chasing it and chasing it and chasing it instead of being content with the gifts and blessings that we have right in front of us. We're always looking at other people as a measuring stick instead of setting our own measuring, you know, line of measure for what happiness is for us based on our current situations and the people that we have. And so, you know, oftentimes that gratitude, what we could, you know, have is gratitude when we start looking at our own lives and say, yes, my spouse is not perfect, you know, but neither am I, or no, we can't afford it right now. We might need to make some adjustments, but we can get there one day. We start becoming ungrateful. Mm-hmm. We get ungrateful for what we don't have. And we discount all the little good things that they do. You know, your spouse and, and the thing about it is with these love languages, if you don't take the time to understand, you can be giving them the wrong you know, messages or giving them something that they can't receive. And so you wonder why you're not receiving that thing that you want. And so instead of working it, figuring it out, you know, being grateful, giving those compliments. And the thing about love languages is even if the person doesn't take the, the, um, the test and you don't know exactly what it, what, what it is, or situationally right now, they might've been a, a person who likes to receive gifts, but right now I just really need some love, some physical touch. You can utilize all of them to see what works. That's it. Throw them all out there and then let them stick. Yeah, throw it out there. You can give them a, a small gift here, a thoughtful gift. You can just say a word here. I appreciate you for doing this, for thinking out. You know, just touch them, a rub or back, you know, pat on the back or something. I'm not like a, a friend pack, you know, depending on relationship. But, you know, just put your hand on the back, you know, spend some time. How about we just sit here and talk? 
you know, and even if that means that there's quiet time between us, I'll wait. Absolutely. So you can utilize all these things to find out what that is. And then if there's a response, then do more of that, you know, but stop being ungrateful because oftentimes we have so many blessings and people that are, you know, spouses that are great. And like you said, you know, you're looking at this and this and that. Now you're looking at your spouse sideways, but you don't understand that that other spouse is over there getting beat, getting stabbed. You know, their finances are in shambles. They don't get the love and affection that they need. There's a lot of, you know, withholding and abuse. You don't see that. All you see is what they want you to see, what they present to you. And we all have a, you know, presentation face or whatever. But um, in all of that, you know, when we start comparing and trying to keep up with Joneses, we miss the blessings in front of us and gratitude turns into ungratefulness. You're right. You're right. So, you know, that we have to look at that. We have to look at that and realize where we are in our relationship first. And let's let's do this, ladies and gentlemen. Let's think about what we do know about the quote-unquote Joneses. If there's anything that you see that you like, right? Not necessarily they woman, stay out their woman's business and stay out their man's draws, okay? But if you, if there's anything that you see that, you know what, maybe... How about, first of all, be happy for them. Hey, can, can you just, just be happy for other folk, right? If they smiling, regardless if it's fake or not, be happy for them. It's okay. It's all right. And then watch this. Get out your feelings. How about you just ask them? Yes. Hey, hey, y'all, I see y'all always smiling. <laughs> what's so, hey, what's so funny? Because I want to smile. We need to smile too. You did what I'm saying? But however, now we talked about this a little uh, last week and uh, I'm going to give y'all a little second. I'm going to say good morning to everyone. Welcome to the Sanity Check. And if this is your first time checking us out, hey, hey, no matter where you are and just just put out where you are and, and how you're feeling saying good morning to us. We'd love to hear from you. But if you are on Facebook and you want your post to be presented here on StreamYard, make sure you go to StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook and also follow and like us at the Sanity Checks. Okay, Sanity Checks. And we will appreciate that right on right now. Now, if you guys can hear me loud and clear and you're on StreamYard right now, just put in I'm here. I'm here just so we know. Okay, but last week we talked about very briefly because we will spend some time on, on the love languages right on and you have to realize how your your house is built now follow me right we, now we're doing this you know kind of figuratively speaking but still logic right so you are in the position where you're in your relationship you can afford a certain house now, obviously, when you grow in your relationship financially as well, you can have different, you know, diff- different things in your home, right? You may start off with a, a shotgun house. Those of y'all from the South, y'all know what that is, right? You open up the front door and back door, you can see right through a bow, right? Too easy. Or you shoot a gun and everybody get, get hit. But nevertheless, you start in your relationship is that way. All right? One bedroom, maybe. Then you grow in a relationship, finances change, opportunities, blessings come pouring down. Now you got a few more rooms, right? On different floors. 
Okay. But now, see, this is the deal. What you can't do, for real, is start your relationship, look across the street, and you see individuals that built up that type of, uh, you know, the, 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 the resilience, right? Mm-hmm. The communication. They've, they've weathered the storms, if you will, okay? And so you across the street, you know, like, like that lady, you know what I'm talking about? You, you look, so you across the street looking and saying, yo, I want that house. Or, you know what, look, look how they're able to go into those rooms. I want to go into that room. But you look back here, you only got one room. Okay, so check it out now. Now, now, we, now we all grown. We all grown here, right? We early, but we grown. So this we're gonna do. I'm gonna just make sure you follow me. You with your significant other, and y'all getting in the mood, right on. And you saying, "Hey, look, the Joneses over there. They, they, they getting it in in this in this room, okay? But your significant other say, uh, "No, my door don't work like that." You get what I'm saying? It can only go out if you feel me. So you can't introduce things into your relationship based off of other people's relationships and the way that they get it in. If you're following me, if you guys understand what I'm saying, please type in, I can dig it, okay? And I mean, in the... I know you can dig it, but you get what I'm saying? Because that individual, the individual that you may be with at the time may feel as though they're inadequate or feel as though you want them for different reasons. Absolutely. You see what you think, Camille? And that's very, very true. And oftentimes, you know, we try to replicate what we see. And uh, when, you know, talking about whatever, getting it in and you, that other person does feel inadequate or, you know, that they will never be able to um, reach the expectation well, we that see you have. when people go. And that was one of my points is that expectation. We put these unrealistic expectations on our partners when we try to keep up with the Joneses. Knowing that my partner is, you know, <clears throat> I expect for him to be able to turn on a, a lamp that's, you know, eight feet in the air, but he's only five feet tall. You know what I mean? And I'm like, nope, you can't. Nuh-uh. So-and-so, Jones, Mr. Jones over there, he don't use a ladder. I don't want you to use a ladder either. Oh, no, he just reaches up there. He don't have to jump like that it's like okay okay well what do you expect from me hey i'm trying to do what i can with what i have listen i I will never be able to do that hey look hold on see i'm not able to do that Listen, look, look, God only gave me this type of ladder, okay? Now, listen, if I can't reach that light bulb, listen, this is what we're going to need to do, okay? If I can't reach that light bulb and it's 15 feet up in there and I can only get nine, l- let's find other ways to get up there. Can you dig it? Hey, man. Either. You know that ain't gonna mean? hurt myself. I don't want to hurt my back. You see, I don't want to hurt my back. I hey, I can't hurt my back trying to reach that damn light bulb. You yeah. see, hey, how about it? Now listen, you find a way to help me reach that light bulb, or I can find a different house where the light bulb is where I can reach it. You feel yeah, me? Absolutely. You feel me? Yeah. See, because that's what an yeah. individual will do if you make them feel as though. They are inadequate in whatever based Mm -hmm. off of your expectations and Mm -hmm. other people's uh, expectations, right? And you are seeing and you are envious of what this individual can do. And you're dealing with someone that's 
built this way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Internally and externally. You well, can't, ba- yeah, you can't that's mold. Happiness is an inside job. Exactly. You know? Nothing external can um, make you happy. You have to find what makes you tick. And to Lily's point, that was another thing that I was about to go in, is that really it is, is not having or wanting. Well, it is sometimes about wanting what other people have, but it is because of a lack. What you're lacking mm-hmm. in yourself or your inadequacies, how you're feeling, you know, and that's why happiness is an inside job. You have to deal with those things or you'll always be discontent. Yes. It doesn't matter, you know, if you lack peace in your heart, in your in your mind, if you lack um, passion or purpose or you lack um, joy or whatever it is, nothing on the outside can fix that. Doing what the Joneses is going to be a temporary high. And again, you'll go back to chasing that happiness because you think it's an external thing and it's not. It's an internal thing, an internal job. So happiness is very elusive. You know, that's why I say you got the joy on the inside. There's a difference between happiness and joy. You know, happiness is really <laughs> temporary and it's it's um, circumstantial. You know what I mean? And joy is that thing that just is inside of you that resonates out. Yes. But um, yes, it is typically a lack. And so nothing that you do externally will fill the void to make you happy. Keeping up with the Joneses, that's why people are like, it's just so exhausting. Now I don't went broke. You know, I broke up my relationship, you know, my man. And when you do that, too, and you put these expectations on people, it it keeps them from being able to be the best self, their best self. So you miss out on the things that they're really, really good at. Mm-hmm. Trying mm-hmm. to find something that doesn't even belong in your house. Absolutely. Trying to make them into something that they, they will never be. And so all the goodness that they can give you, being who they are, you miss out trying to put them in a box they don't belong in. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. And, and ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in and you're, you're just uh, catching us, we're talking about the love languages, but also keeping up with the Joneses. All right. Keeping up with the Joneses. And what they do is not your business. <laughs> Okay, but anyway, if you're just watching this and you're tuning in from Facebook, no matter where it's being shared at, make sure you go to StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook and then follow and like us right there. Sanity checks, right? The extra KS is for is for uh, Camille and Seth. All right. But make sure you check us on out. But, you know, uh, oh, and James says, um, Yes. If you can't be happy in the shelter, you won't be happy in the mansion. You're absolutely right. And so that's the that's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. We have to make sure we're doing what we have to do in our own homes, in our own uh, backyards, and in our own relationships. Because, other look, relationships are different because we're different, right? And, you, you, you know, you might, you might be witnessing the Joneses, since we're talking about other people, in just a good spot, okay? But that good spot, they had to go through hell to get it. So keep in mind, hopefully hopefully y'all can dig this, but don't think that you are exempt from hell, meaning don't think that your relationship won't be tested, because if you go to someone's home or you're, you're going into, you know, you're just visiting friends or family, you're like, oh, man, they just seem so happy. They just boop, 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 boop. They may genuinely be, okay? But they just didn't wake up that damn way, right? They, they Listen, it takes some work, work. 
not not work, but work, work. And look, listen, don't get me wrong. Like, for example, look, 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 there's some beautiful women out there, right? We're just going to be 100. But listen, some of y'all lying. Y'all didn't wake up like that, okay? I woke up like this. Shut up. No, you didn't, okay? Listen, we know what your breath smell like first thing in the morning. We know what the little, the eye boogers. Come on now, let's keep it real, all right? You're just not going to roll over and just pop. No, that's not it. So, but... You want, sometimes we want to put off that facade. Like, look, it's easy. Look, we like this. This is how we get it. Boo, boo, boo. You may have arrived at that point, but it's not easy. And don't judge your relationship off of other individuals' scores. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Not everybody just wake up and then they're, they are right there at a 850 credit score. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, you, you yeah. what you think it take to get that credit score, even into the mid-700s? Let's be real. How are you looking at somebody's, you know, 800, 850, and you sitting around at like 545 talking about I want that? Really? So are you, okay? And, and I'm speaking for everyone out there, even myself. Are you where you think you need to be to receive that type of love first? Are you open and are you giving out that type of vibe that, you know what, I deserve that type of love, regardless of what your love language is, but you looking at other individuals, you need to ask yourself, am I even there to receive that? Or flip it, am I giving that? Camille, what you think? Look, some people, they rather get it at whatever cost it takes and want to pay all of that 30-something percent interest rather than sacrifice a little bit, do the work to repair the credit score, to get where you need to be so that your interest can be little to nothing. Some people just don't get it, you know, and it's like, okay, well, I just feel like I want, I want, I want. And we go back to that, you know, when you're talking about spenders and savers in relationships, you know, do you really want it or do you just need it? I mean, do you really need it or do you just want it? You know, because if you just want it and the time ain't right, there's a price you have to pay for that. Oh, hell and it ain't yeah. always a good one. And so there's a deficit that happens. You know, you go in the hole. Like you talk about you want that brand new car. You know, it's a fifty thousand dollar car, you make less than fifty thousand dollars a year. See. And then you have a twenty five percent interest rate on there. And then as soon as you drive it off, it depreciates. See. Is that really what you want to do? You know, is that really what you want to do? And you're right. You have to do the work to say, okay, I should be. And, and John Maxwell uh, uses this uh, analogy or says this thing or whatever. It is basically you attract at the level that uh, you are. Right. So if you're a five, you attract fives. And then if you do attract somebody because you don't put on all this stuff or whatever and say he's a seven, eight, nine, whatever it is. You will only be able to stay there temporarily because you'll start sabotaging, self-sabotaging, sabotaging the relationship because yourself isn't, you don't feel like you're at the level where you can maintain that. And so you start pulling back and you start, you know, doing all of these things. You know, there are some people that have gone through some things and there's some traumas that have to be, to be addressed and everything. But for overall, you'll never be able to maintain. And it's the same thing with the, the Joneses. You'll never be able to maintain if everything ain't right. See? If your credit ain't right. If your finances ain't right. If your relationship ain't right. It may look good for a minute, but that thing is going to come falling down because there's no foundation. 
Absolutely. So, you know, and, it's just and, not it. Like and, you said to your point, you're attracting what you are. Do you have what it takes? Are you giving out that same energy? Are you putting forth that same effort that you want somebody to put forth to you? Or are you just like, oh, well, I just deserve this. Well, ma- what made you deserve that? Right. And you see, right. So, so what? You know, <laughs> and you know what? You're, you're saying something here, saying something so powerful. And ladies and gentlemen, please understand we're not saying that you're not worth it because you are for sure worth it. But what we need to make sure we know is our worth. You get what I'm saying? Please, Mm -hmm. please, please. And just because you see someone else that like using your point earlier, if you're at a five and they're a seven, don't assume that they're a out of your league or B, that you're not worthy. It takes work. It takes work because like, because what we can do is we, we can deal with someone and, you know, we love them. Don't get me wrong. We love them, everything about them. Right. But it takes work to deal with them. You you get what I mean? So you have to, if you're ready for that next level, and if you did not know how to get there, utilize the help from your significant other to help you elevate. You get what I mean? And to help you love them. So you can ultimately love yourself, but you can love them. Because you watch this, you may be looking across the street at somebody else eight, but you got an eight right there, but you can't even hear them. See, that's you that's look, you looking that's over there at their uh, house and you got one right here. And as a matter of fact, bigger, better and bigger. But watch this. You don't know how to use it. Check this out, y'all. I don't know if y'all can dig well, what I'm saying. Hey, you got you got rooms in your house that don't yeah. even got no furniture in it. See, but listen, you got rooms in your house. You're looking at everybody else's house, and you got rooms and things in your home that you don't even know how to work mm-hmm. right. Hey, so what do you do, ladies and gentlemen? What do you do when you're looking at other individuals like, hey, hey, I want to do that, and I, I want that. I like what they have. You got the same thing, but you don't know how to use it. You don't know how, hey, watch this. You trying to upgrade and you don't even know how to use what you got. Hey, watch this. Hey, yeah. You trying to upgrade and you can't. Listen, how can you look at the warmth in someone else's home when you don't even know how to turn on your own heater? Hey, why can't you turn that on over here? Listen, why can't you get this right? You see? Because listen, this, this one right here is ready to turn on. Hey, prime time on propane can you dig it ready but you don't even know how to turn that on exactly you walked in a house and felt the warmth and you didn't realize somebody had to do the work to turn it on and to prep the house to get it that way for you to walk in you know you can do the same thing at your own house but you don't and um i'll go i want to i want to address these two things uh 
King said, you know, a lot of people living in an imaginary world seeing Joneses and think they're looking at a mirror image instead of living in reality and realize that they're looking through a window of a house that took years to build. Exactly. I think that was to to Seth's point. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't see what it took to build, you know, those big houses. That person probably had that shotgun house 20 years ago, but they made those sacrifices. They invested in their own relationships. They made good money choices. You know, they decided to go back and get a higher education that afforded them a job or a career or a business or whatever that um, allowed them to have that house and to build those extra rooms and move into a different neighborhood or whatever. We see the end result, but we don't see all the work that goes into it. And then mom says people who feel compelled to keep up with someone else have a character flaw. They need to look inside and ask themselves what and why um, and look to heal that missing place in their growth and development into to adulthood. Mm-hmm. And that's so true. But a lot of people don't realize that they have that flaw. All of they know is this is how I feel. You know, they somebody has to to expose them to this is a flaw. Yeah. And there is a way to fix that and heal that. And I always, I don't know if it's just I'm getting older or whatever, but kind of when I see that thing and I'm like, okay, you know, don't take this personal, but you're telling me all this, but this is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm seeing. And it's not what you're trying to tell me on the outside. And they'd be like, no, I'm, I'm, you can argue with me all you want to. You know what I mean? I'm just telling you my observations. I can see that what you're telling me is in conflict with, with how you're really feeling. Mm-hmm. I can see that, you know, and and then I can hear that your words don't match with some things. So maybe you need to look a little bit deeper. And I always, you know, go a little deeper, go a little deeper. And you pull out those things. And again, we talk about questioning, you know, but it's the right questions to help them say, maybe I am lacking something. Why is it that I do want all of this stuff that I can't afford? Why do I feel entitled to all of these things that I have not worked for? Why do I expect somebody to just treat me like this and give me everything when I'm not giving anything, you know, and am I being selfish? Am Mm -hmm. I being, you know, unreasonable based on what I have and where does that come from? That lack that I did something I didn't have as a child, or I went from riches to rags, as I used to say it, you know, about my family, um, whatever, where I was used to having a certain level of uh, a standard of living that, you know, as a child, I didn't realize that I wasn't paying nothing, contributing nothing, you know, and then when I had to move out on my own, I felt like I still should have done, I'm not talking about me, but, you know, I had that same level and now I don't have it and I'm looking for someone else to fill the void because mom and dad gave me everything, you know, and it's that thing. No, you have to work as hard as mom and dad did or find what you're good at that will make you the money that it takes, you know, to have that standard of living that mom and dad did. And it is a character flaw. Uh, we all have them. They can be worked on, but it takes awareness that it is something that we need to work on. And some people don't know that because people are honest with them. You know, and, and yes, and you're absolutely right. And not only are individuals not uh, being honest with their significant other, they're not being honest with themselves. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we have to realize that who we are today is a representation of the things that we went through and did not go through. You, you understand what I'm saying? Some things we have been protected from, which is good to a degree. And what I mean by that is that some, well, I haven't been in any relationship that came with a owner's manual, if you will. So it's a new thing. You understand it is it's a new uh, reality check and I have to know where I am as mm-hmm. a man 
and know where I have come from. It's like the baggage. Y'all remember that song, Bag Lady? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You go hurt your back. Hey, so so that's by Erica Badu. So check it out if you haven't heard it. But the thing is, is we cannot expect our significant other to fix our past. Yes. Meaning, well, that's what it is. You can't expect them to fix your past, but you have to understand what's broken. And they did not do it. So <clears throat> what I'm trying to say is understand what is broken inside versus looking for someone else to fix what you only have the tools to fix, right on? You can't expect me that, hey, all I got is a hammer. Okay, all I got is a hammer, but what's broken need a screwdriver. What can I do with this hammer? And then watch this. If I use my tool, it may damage things even worse. You get what I'm saying? So go where you need to go to get that fixed as an adult. If you say, hey, listen, I got daddy issues. I need to work on that. And I can't get with every individual to try to fix my daddy issues. Think about how that sounds when you say it slowly. <laughs> I have daddy issues or mother issues. She, I can't go and find the fix outside of me. You see, if you understand that it's inside of you, you have to take that initiative and also be able to articulate what's going on. And the individual that is there with you and love you should be in the place and space to receive you, meaning I'm here to support you, not fix you because I can't. I'm here to support. What you think, Camille? Absolutely. Asking the right questions. I know a lot of people, they're like, I can't afford therapy. I can't do this and this and that. Um, but you can get your hair done and get your nails done. You can save a hundred and something dollars for a, a visit. Um, I had a conversation the other day, you know, and it was about that. Well, this person owed me no. I said, you know, in terms of my kids, I will hustle hard for my kids. You know, I'm not expecting anybody to do anything for my children. Um, I will do whatever it takes. And if that took, you know, learning how to braid my own hair or doing my nails or not having anything or not having cable or whatever it was to be able to provide for them and for me, then that's what I was going to do. And the same thing with people that say that I look at their lives and I'm like, OK, maybe you're not ready. Because if you were ready, you would do whatever it takes. And some people have to hit that rock bottom. You know, and they like, I had to hit rock bottom in order to realize that I was going down a path that I wouldn't get out of. And, you know, what I hate, or not hate, but I want people to realize is you don't have to hit rock bottom. You know, if you recognize it, make small choices. When you talk to, even if you talk to a trusted friend, make sure it ain't that right or die. Make sure it's that person that's going to tell you the truth about you. You know, because you get some people that just write on, oh, yeah, girl, he shouldn't be doing this. No, you're ratchet. You're wrong. You're disrespectful. You know, you don't do all of these things. And I'm not saying that in a bad way, but as a friend, maybe you need to look at some things. Why are you acting like this? What is the root of that? You know what I mean? Like, why do you feel like you have to just go out and just do all of these things or just be so aggressive about everything? You want to fight everything. You know, I know what my issues are. I'm working on them. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he ain't done with me yet. He ain't done with me yet. <laughs> but yeah, so if even if it's a friend, because we have them out there that listen, but we try to we we tend to run away from the ones that tell us the truth about who we are. 
because we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear that. But they're giving you good information. And sometimes it takes an, an outside view because we don't always see how we're acting because we're looking this way. We don't see all of this. It's the blinders. We need somebody to tell, yes, our blinders. Mm-hmm. And we need somebody to tell us, you know, what they see. Um, maybe some issues to help kind of identify those things so we know where to work. Because, you know, my mom was like this all the time. What doesn't mean your mama was right? Hey, and you listen, know? and not just that, listen. Yo, your mama might have been crazy as cat shit for real. So what are you, why are you bringing that here? Yeah, yeah, you know, and then that doesn't fit your current relationship or your current situation or your current children. I could not raise my children the way my mom raised us. And my youngest one is quick to tell me, you know, even when we're talking about loving our kids, I cannot love my child, the youngest one, the way that I love my oldest child. She's like, we're different people, mom. You can't treat me like you treat her. And she's quick to tell me. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. Because they are, they have different interests. They have different levels of awareness, intelligence. They uh, do things different. One has a different personality. One is not touchy-feely. The other one is like super, super emotional. So when I put that super, um, you know, or affectionate, I put that super affection on my youngest one. She's like, ah! you know, like, oh. and I'm like, oh. My bad. You know what I mean? So I just, we talk and I just, whatever. And if she wants to hug me, I let her, but I cannot do them the same. But we tend to take those things that we already knew and we try to put them and force them on people. And we wonder why those relationships don't work. And we have to find what works for us, whether it's keeping up with the Joneses or in my case, the Stevensons or whatever, I cannot use that same style in my own home. I have to figure out what works for and you know what? You, yes. yes, yes, you're absolutely right. And I do want to touch on that. Before I do, I do want to give a shout out to everybody that's tuning in that's not on StreamYard. Miss Tamaya, my cousin, how you doing? Foots, what's hey. going on? My hey, my old, uh, <laughs> my mother ex-in-law, right? I call her my, my mother outlaw, right? She's watching. What's going on, Kim? Hey, Lance, how you doing? Good, sir. Pink, how you feeling? Good morning. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about five love languages and taking it a step further. We're talking about keeping up with the Joneses, okay? And Camille just made a very, very powerful point as far as knowing who you're dealing with and going into different situations expecting the same thing and doing the same thing. And of course, if this is your first time watching us or catching us, this is the sanity check. One thing that we try to do is to help encourage you not to be insane. What is insane, ladies and gentlemen? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, right on. So what I need you to think about is, what is it What is it that we're doing? Excuse me, what's the... Uh, yard being cut right now but what are we doing what are we doing and what are we giving off and yes if an individual know you and you're talking to them about a situation all right now Camille gave a great uh example however I want to spin it to the point of being a this type of friend know when an individual is talking to you just talking and know when an individual wants your input Okay, because sometimes you may see everything that is going on wrong that they're talking about, but you have the mirror in your pocket. Okay, hold on to that mirror until they are ready to receive it first. Okay, 
when they're ready to receive it first. However, be ready to pull it on out when they're about to do something detrimental or just downright stupid. Okay? Say, hey, this is what's going on. This is who you are. And of course, be that friend, right? And like we talked about last week, as far as the love language, it's words of affirmation. You don't want to just, as soon as someone says something and, 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 you know, even encouraging, quote unquote, good news, you're throwing the bad at them. Sit there, listen. Okay, just listen. Now, if it gets to the point where they are out of line, be that friend. Say, hey, friend, friend, uh, hey, friend, you're tripping. Okay, I love you. I love you. And this probably is going to piss you off. But if it piss you off, you should know that it's coming from a good place. OK, that means that I care about you. So you're doing A, B, C and D. So this is why that is happening. You, you get what I'm saying? So Absolutely. if if you're comparing yourself to other individuals and you have uh, an individual that's a trusted individual that can help you see your blind spots, be willing to see what you don't see okay be willing be willing to do that but it, it, you know it's uh it's it's kind of hard because like like uh james said he says look not everyone ain't uh, you know everyone ain't lying on you mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying so hey let, let, let's look at our track record let's look at our trends okay and watch this this is another thing don't tell me me being your friend don't tell me what you think i want to hear Exactly. You see, because if you truly want help or if you truly want um, a connection or a revelation, if you will, let's talk about the whole damn story. Listen, you won't be the hero in everything. So you really think, come on now, what did you do or what didn't you do that perpetuated that? What you think, Camille? To that point, you know, I'm big on personal accountability and responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, when people have, they ask me about my failed relationships, you know, yeah, there were some things that happened and everything. But for me, I'm like, it was my choice. You know, I made bad choices. And, um, you know, I have these conversations all the time. We always want to deflect on the other person, you know, completely. Now, there are some things that, yes, it just is, but you also have to take responsibility up for your part because yes. then you'll continue to do that same thing. And like you said, that insanity, because you haven't addressed that issue of what I've done, whether it was just I chose the wrong type of people, you know, I wanted that rough neck, you know, because all this and all that. Or if I was like, okay, I'm a I'm an empath, so I want to fix everybody that's broke, so I attract all of these broken people so that I can put them back together or, you know, and it's taking responsibility. What did you do? Like, okay, I know, I know the basis of what happened, but what could you have done differently? You know, what did you allow? What did you not stop? What did you perpetuate? What buttons did you keep pushing? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I'm huge on personal uh, responsibility. And I'm like, you know, don't tell me about what the other people did. Tell me about what you did. Because this is the part that we can fix. We can't fix that other part. Right. But we can fix you, you know, if that's what you want to do. And here's some things, some tips. And I don't try to, like, tell people what they should do. But it's those questions, the line of questioning to help them see, okay, maybe I did do something. or And, and sometimes I just be like, look, I ain't going to tell you, I ain't, ain't going to lie. You know, what I saw, I was like, oh, uh-uh. You know what I mean? I would never, I would never, I said, and I was, you know, I would tell people that like, I'm even more shocked that it came out of you. I never saw that behind the scenes before, but that is unacceptable. You know what I mean? That is unacceptable for whatever. And people are like, oh, I don't know. okay, but they keep, they keep coming back. You know what I mean? 
people need to know the truth and they need to know where to address and where to change. And even though it may not feel good, that kind of resonates because when somebody says something about you that you know is true, whether you want to admit it or not, you kind of chew on that for a while. You'd be like, dang. Yeah. Yeah, you do. But you're the only person that you can you can change is you. So that personal uh, responsibility, those friends, you know, stop talking about that other person, what they did. To address the thing that you can fix. That's right. You know that person. Mm-hmm. Um, address what 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 your part in it is. Vow that you're not going to do that anymore, or at least try to do it less often, or whatever the case is. Whatever is you know going to work, or whatever. But um, yeah, I, we get caught up in that other person. So picking the right people, the right friends, is like paramount. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because we don't want you to do that again and get yourself in the same situations and you know things like that. I can tell you my experiences. You know, I, being married, not being married. So I can give you a single perspective, a married perspective, but it always comes back to me. That's right, and that's you know, the deal. Right, because if you keep telling different stories, but everybody else is the problem, start really listening to yourself. But like James said, ain't everybody lying on everybody exactly. ain't lying on Exactly, everybody ain't lying on y'all. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you are watching this and if you're getting great value from this, just type in I am. Just put I am, right? And that, that can help us to let us know that, that you're picking up what we're putting down. And also, please share this. Just hit the share button. It only takes two seconds to do it. Boom, put it on your page, especially if it's value added. And so what I want to do also is let you guys know that you can call in if you have a statement, all right? The number is 618-792. 6747. One more time for those with a broken line. 618-792-6747. We're talking about the five love languages and keeping up with the Joneses because you may have uh be you you may have a love language that you don't know how to articulate to your significant other, but you see your neighbor and the benefits of them living in theirs. Okay. If your neighbor or, yeah, if your neighbor or your, your friends or co-workers, whoever, they're living their best life and you are, you say, hey, that's my love language too. That's what I want. Understand, understand that not every love language is created equally. Right. What I mean is, ladies and gentlemen, you may not be able to take it for real. Like if you really got what you think you want it you may not be able to drive it right on so what i'm saying is like we we tend to look at our or in our uh neighbor's garages okay check it out they got a ferrari okay but you can't drive a stick watch hey listen that ferrari don't come in automatic you understand what I'm saying? So what do you think you need to do if that's what you want? You have to diversify your thinking, you see? So if your significant other is a, a, a different vehicle, and I, I promise you, everybody, I'm, I'm throwing out these analogies. Hopefully you can dig what I'm trying to say. But if your significant other is a different automobile, how about you learn the ins and outs Instead of your car, if you will, what you have worked hard to get instead of compare. Because what are you going to do? Be a hip hopper. You know what I'm saying? And watch this. Stop stopping and bopping. You see, because you don't you're not feeling it. So you need to ask yourself, what is it about me that I feel inadequate? Why is it that as soon as I get this Ferrari, 
Now I want a uh, Lincoln Continental. Okay. Now you got your Lincoln Continental. Hey, watch this. Now that's too old. Yes. You see, not 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 one in uh 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 uh, uh damn uh what you call it a Porsche. Hold on, that that one's too fast. Too hey, look, too fast and freaky. So now look across the street. I see how they doing over there in in this uh, RV. I want an RV. Now I get an RV. That RV too slow. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So we need to keep our minds on our own garage. Can you yeah. dig? Yeah. I think about that stuff before, you know, what can I really afford? Like my mom, one of the things driving, I'll give my mom props and I always do, but um, she always told me, you know, you need to learn how to drive every kind of vehicle there is. Yes. So they used to laugh at me when I came in. I was fourth lift driving. I was, you know, the, the 10 packs, the two ton, whatever the, you want to call it. Every type of vehicle, sticks and all that kind of stuff, I could drive. And um, I found that, that that served me well, but I said all this to say, like you were talking about the car hopping, you know, this Ferrari, I can't drive a stick. You know, that Porsche, it takes premium octane. I can't afford the, the gas that goes in it. I could put the gas in there, but it's not going to perform at peak. It's only gonna go for so long before it starts deteriorating and breaking down that engine. You know, I want the Lincoln Continental, but it's a gas guzzler. You know what I mean? That, that tank or whatever, and I can only only go 20, 20 miles before I'm empty again, you know? And so finding and sitting down and really evaluating what you can afford before, you know, what do I have to give? Can I spend 75 bucks? Y'all, I went to Scotland one time in England and these leaders, I, I don't know why I just said this, but they, you know, as leaders there, half a tank cost me $75 for regular unleaded gas. Hold on. Say what? Say that again. Say that again. Clothes. I'm getting on this plane and I'm gonna fly next time. But anyway, <laughs> but I'm just saying I didn't realize that driving was gonna be so expensive, much more expensive than uh, flying there, mm -hmm. which could that would have saved me so much money because not only would I have saved time, I saved gas money, and I didn't drive my car the whole time I was there anyway. But I spent two hundred and twenty-five dollars on gas just getting there and getting back. So it's like you know what. You have to sometimes sit down. Is it worth the money that I have to spend? And people say, oh, the car is $10,000. But the true cost to own, a lot of people don't know that. There's a true cost to own the vehicle, which includes the gas, the maintenance, how long that thing is going to go before it has to break down. Do you get 3,000 miles on that oil change or do you get 10,000 miles on that oil change? You know, and over the course of time, you know, that $10,000 car could cost you $40,000 but you could have got the $25,000 car that would get you 30. I mean, that would only cost 30 in the long there run. There you go. There you, you go. To, to, to find that, mm -hmm. that works for you. Yeah. You yeah. Have to do the, the, you know, look, this is what I can get from my money. And then eventually I'll be able to save that 10 grand. I could put that as a down payment on something else and I can upgrade at some point when I get there. Exactly. All years to build. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that sacrifice a little bit on the front end, it goes a long way in the back end. And that's what relationships as well. You know, some people like mom put on there, I thought that was funny. Some people get this big old house, but you walk in and ain't no furniture. See? You know, and mm -hmm. I think she was talking about my house because I had a house and I didn't have no furniture. <laughs> she ain't talking about your house. <laughs> She ain't talking about your house. You ain't gonna do that. But I mean, that, that, that's dope, though. That makes that makes a whole lot of sense. And then, I mean, you know, we need to look and see if what we want is within our budget. Listen, look, ladies and gentlemen, you have to be honest with yourself and know that not a hey, your credit 
and your finances may not be set up that way to handle what you think you want you get what i'm saying like like hey you you are kind of looking at other individuals um situation and you want that but you don't want the damn headache if you think about it hey if you think about it hey he over there see 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 you want jesse's girl right but you don't know she might be by damn polar you understand so you only seeing the good part of the schizophrenic you see because we 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 want that happiness right it's it's contagious but we are not looking at what we have to a offer and be what we're set up for right yeah. why would you put yeah. yourself in a situation where you get you and i'm talking to the fellas out there listen you get you uh let's say um a meg the style uh, the stallion okay or 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 uh let me see uh anybody you think of anybody that you like right now okay fellas you want that but ask yourself why so what type of headache do you think that's going to bring to you even for them ladies out there, hey ladies, I know y'all like the, the brothers who who was it uh uh was it Chestnut Chess William Chess Chessy whoever he is right whatever you know he's funny looking at me but at the same time what type of headache do you think that will bring to you so we need to be cognizant of the things that we think we want you may not be set up to even receive it and even deal with it right because and I know me. Uh, back in the day, you know, I, I thought that it was good to have a young lady or be with a young lady that looked a certain way or they that had a certain thing. However, once again, in that relationship, I realized that was the biggest hell of my life. Right. The maintenance, the, the and, and f financial and mental maintenance. Especially if you got your own issues, now you're dealing with somebody else's issues and you still ain't dealt with your, your own. You get what I'm saying? So you need to understand what are you set up for. So it might be that uh, that Lincoln Continental that can get you where you need to go. And listen, nice, smooth ride. Hey, watch this. Fiat 500. Hey, all right, well, look, check it out. Look, look, it can be that, but, but watch this. Nice, smooth ride, okay? Not to, it, it, it might be used, but hey, it already got the kinks out. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Listen, watch this. This this vehicle didn't been through some places and they know the roads, right? They don't have to act brand new in different situations. And keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, and I know we're talking figuratively speaking, but there are individuals that can upgrade you. Keep that in mind. You ain't always the damn upgrader. Okay? Listen. Oh, yo, hey, don't, don't act like, you know, your stuff don't stink. You feel me? So there may be individuals, different vehicles that you, A, can afford, and B, can turn you into a Porsche. Yes. Come on. You get what I'm saying? So you're looking at other people and what they got. How about you look at yourself, look at your situation, and see and ask, hey, how can we do this together? Because this is what I want as an example. But I don't want all of what the Joneses have. This part right here, I like that. How can we, we do that? What you think about that, Camille? Yeah, you got to be willing. And I say that you don't want to stay to five forever, you know. So you want to look to that seven and you want to try to aspire to get there. You know, that's somebody who's going to help you to learn. Um, and I was fortunate with that, um, that someone helped me to learn finances a lot 
earlier, you know, and it was a certain person. Oh no, you can't have debt dealing with me mm-hmm. at all. And I was like, what do you mean? People just have debt. Oh no, not with me. Mm-hmm. So let me go ahead and help you. And he did. And I was in turn able to help a lot of people. And so, but they don't want to do the work. And like I said, we look at people and we, you know, girls, every green dreams, they want to marry a basketball player or actor or whatever, and they don't have to do anything. But I said, you know, for me, that you relinquish a lot of control over your life when you have to ask somebody for everything. You have no income coming in. They can, you know what I mean? Like, is this what I really want? People see the glitz and glamour, but they don't understand that those women don't have, and you stuck at home with kids and you cleaning and, you know, all this stuff. And that's it. You don't even have an income of your own sometimes. Hey. So is that really what I want? No, see. I would rather have somebody build with me. Mm-hmm. And then in my case, like I was talking about my house with no furniture, in that, um, that, you know, relationship in that building, I was learning some things. So for me, it was important to house my children and to have beds for them. My thing too, is when I purchase something, I purchase it outright. So I buy things little bit by little bit. So I had the beds, then I bought us a couch, then I had to buy a dining room set. And so that I wouldn't have any residual debt as a result of it, but that's part of the building is step by step by step. And I realized there have to be sacrifices, you know, but every day at the end of the day, um, right now, when I go home or if something was to happen, I don't have to leave any debt to my children, you know? And so it's that forward thinking about what we do. And it's the same thing in relationships, that forward thinking, you know, somebody just has a lot of potential, but they ain't doing nothing. It's just potential. Hey. You know, if you see somebody trying and they're building and they're moving, and you know maybe I could get with this you know what I mean because we can go places together if you you know bring your this and I bring this then we could just you know do this together to relieve alleviates but excuse me yes we have to do the work um you know and build and do all of those things that it takes to make these relationships or whatever work for us and stay out the Joneses home you don't know how much they paid and what they still paying on and all this and all that. Even in the military, we see these chiefs and we expect that they're going to get out and they're stressing over finding a job because they have done poorly in their finances. You go to these big old homes and these nice cars and everything like that, but they're still paying for it. And they're stressing out and all kinds of stuff because all those 30 years they didn't take to figure out how to really you know, sustain and maintain without going in over their head to keep up with somebody else, the other chiefs who might have gotten gotten it right. And they've built and they've saved and they've paid off those things one by one. But you over here chasing them. So now you left with all this because when you retired, you got that retirement check, but your debt far exceeds that on a monthly basis. Exactly. So we have to make sure that we're focusing on our own homes and building and not trying to be like the Joneses. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to be like the Joneses. No. Camille Thomas. Exactly. <laughs> and and you have to you have to love who you are and know who you yes. are. But ladies and gentlemen, if you guys did take the challenge or not the challenge, but take the test, give us a call. Tell us what you learned, if you learned anything about yourself. And then since the last show, right? Have you had conversations about your love language and then to camille's point she made a great great point about looking at other individuals as far as seeing what type of car they're driving and and comparing yourself we have to be um we have to watch out for that because that's bad business all right and keep in mind you might see that nice car over there 
but the tank might be empty. You feel me? You feel me? So I want you to think about your own tank. Think about your own love tank and how you can get that filled. And if you aren't familiar with the five love languages, this is a way that you can send re love and receive love, but you have to know your primary love language. But again, comparing yourself to the Joneses, you're looking at things that is superficial, if you will, right? And all you know is the surface, but you don't know the underneath. For example, I made a post yesterday. I have a small garden in my backyard and I had uh, uh, some peas, right? Finally got some peas and, and I didn't know how long it was going to take. But when I saw them, I don't think you guys understand. I was so, so happy, but it took me a while. The reason why it took me a while is because me not having all the green I didn't have a green thumb. I may have a green pinky, but not the green thumb. So when I'm looking for the things that I needed to uh, to create the garden, I put the wrong soil in. OK, it was more for plants, not fruit, uh, vegetables. You, you dig what I'm saying? But after planting. So I want you guys to understand this. After planting that seed in the wrong soil, I felt as though nature would take care of everything. Please follow me here. Okay. It's outside. It's the rain. Boo boo. It's getting the sunlight. Wow, wow, wow. But I planted it in the wrong soil. You understand? It wasn't until I realized, wait a minute, silly. You can't, you're not going to grow this, right? You're not going to grow this, these peas or these uh, jalapenos in this type of soil. So what are you waiting for? I, you get what I'm saying? So now, once I said, all right, let me change the soil. Now the roots can grow. You feel me? You might not see it. Look, you might not see it. You understand? But the roots have to grow deep and in the right soil. Yes. You understand what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? If you That's can feel me. Only thing certain uh, plants can only uh, uh, thrive and grow in certain climates. That's it. That's so, why yes. all plants aren't found on all continents. That's all right. The environment is not ripe for the growing. And that's the key. The, the yeah. vitamins aren't there. The, the the things that it needs, all of those nutrients mm -hmm. are not in every mm -hmm. um, every soil. Yeah. I was surprised my daughter got a succulent. I thought I could just get plant soil and I found they had succulent soil. See? Um, mm -hmm. Because they needed something else. And I was like, oh. See? So I gotta buy a whole nother one for, yes, if you want it to flourish, then that's what you have to do. Yeah. So you have to like you said, if you find out you planted in the wrong one, maybe you need to change the soil. Exactly. So, the soil. so <laughs> think about it, ladies and gentlemen, and, and listen, type down that, you know, plant, hashtag plant right. Put that in there, hashtag plant right. Yes. Because we, we need to know what, what we're doing. And you, you can't just put any seed in any soil. You understand? Yes. That's what we're trying to say. As far as keeping up with the Joneses, you don't know what they use for fertilizer. Do you get what I'm saying? You don't yeah. you, you you don't know what they did. So I go back to my original point. If you really want to know, humble yourself. Yes. First of all, humble yourself and see, understand what you don't know and be willing to a do research and b communicate with the Joneses. Yes. OK, you don't have to compare yourself. Communicate. Say, mm -hmm. hey, uh, Derek. 
Listen, just being 100, how did you grow them greens? Listen, I like greens. <laughs> Don't we all like greens, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, get your green games up. You know, now, yeah, I, something wrong. I can only grow this mustard, but I, I like collard. I like them collard. Talk to them. You understand? Find out what they have done. And you might have all the pieces, but you need to put them together. Do you understand what I'm saying? To make things work. Humble yourself. Say, hey, I need help. It's okay. I don't know it all. Right? And then get tired of running around in the circle. Get off of the hamster wheel. Do you guys dig what I'm trying to say? Get off of that. If you're tired of it, get off of it and find out what's going wrong. Not just what's going on, what's going wrong. And be willing to accept if it's something that you can change. Yes. Mm. I was going to say, I thought it interesting. Um, I always look at different meanings and stuff like that, but I, I did a search on this Keeping Up with the Joneses and what the Bible says. This is not a religious platform or anything like that, but I thought it was interesting. And if I can, it was Ecclesiastes uh, class. Ecclesiastes 4, 4 through 7. I'm going to read it really quickly because even back then they were talking about keeping up with the Joneses. Mm. And to your point that you just said, I just want to read this. It says, and I saw all that toil, um, that all toil and all achievements spring from one person's envy of another. This too is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Fools fold their hands and ruin themselves. Better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. Again, I saw something meaningless under the sun. There was a man all alone. He had neither son nor brother. There was no end to the toil, um, yet his eyes were not content with his wealth. For whom am I toiling, he asked, and why am I depriving myself of enjoyment? This too is meaningless, a miserable business. That's Ecclesiastes 4, 4 through 7. Mm-hmm. Keeping up with the Joneses. Who am I really doing this for? See, This is meaningful, meaningless. You know, I'd rather have one handful of tranquility than two handfuls of this toil and chasing of the wind. Why do I continue? I don't have nothing. I have all this wealth that I can't even be content with because I keep chasing after what somebody else has. Right. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, why am I depriving myself of my own enjoyment and I'm settling for meaningless And that it is just not a good business to be in. See? Learn to be content within. Happiness is an inside job. Look at all the things that you have right in front of you. Um, All of the the wealth that you have. You know, once you start, look, it's not about what they have. It's about what I'm doing with what I have and how this brings me joy or finding what that lack is. What is causing me to do all of these things? Then I can enjoy the fruits of my own labor, you know, and not put that expectation on some, somebody else, you know, and, and they can also, we can reap the benefits of figuring out who we are, doing what we need to do in our own house, our own yards, and then reaping the benefits of our, our wealth. But I just thought it was interesting. That was something I had ran across, you know, looking up, what does it say? That's what I always do. And um, it was there that even back then. And and you know what? It, and and, and <laughs> so, and, and I love that. I love that. And ladies and gentlemen, no matter where you get your information, 
Okay, like she said, this isn't a, a spiritual or, or religious platform. However, we're still talking about information that can connect with us. So whatever it is, be willing to do that. And to the point, even though this is in the good book, there's nothing new under the sun. Okay, there's nothing new under the sun. So find out. And, and so this, what I'm trying to say is, is this. You are not the only one that's going through this or have. You understand what I'm saying? So when it goes back to trying to get off that hamster wheel, right? Like Pink is talking about, when -hmm. you want to get off that hamster wheel, wheel, connect with individuals that's off of it. Hold on, see? So you Mm -hmm. listen, you don't want to connect with folks that's 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 going crazy like you. You get what I'm saying? You want to connect with individuals that's actually moving along. In life, and don't get me wrong, it's not an easy path. It's not straight path with no trees and nothing in the way like, boom, you got it, and that's all you got to do. No, you will be tested. But I would rather, and this goes back to even the military, I would rather connect with a uh, senior NCO or senior officer that's been, been through something than individuals that haven't, and meaning that, yeah, they have the good stuff or whatever, you know, house look all nice or whatever the case it is, but they weren't really tested. And I know that what I want out of life is not going to be easy. So I need mentors or counselors, but that has been through something that can help me go through. You get what I'm saying? Because what would happen is if we get someone that haven't, A, been through it, or B, currently going through it, y'all can't just, you know, cheerlead yourself out of a jacked up situation, you, if you get what I'm trying to say. So even like if you think about individuals that are um, try, you know, overcoming uh, uh, being an, an alcoholic, right, AA meetings and things of that nature, they will have a, uh, um, a sponsor, if you will. That sponsor, true they're going through as well, but they're farther along, further along in their steps than you. All right. For a reason, for a reason. So you need that type of support, but just make sure you realize where your support is coming from and intentions. Yes. Cause, and I'm gonna leave on this one right here. Watch this. Some people may be, Hey, listen, you might be the Joneses to other folks. So if you the Joneses and I want what you got, mm-hmm. I might just be there to say, you know what, you right here ain't about nothing. He ain't about nothing. And in my mind, I'm saying, oh, yeah, I want him to go ahead. Yeah, he ain't nothing. Wait, you, you still with that fool? You still with that fool? Girl, you need to stop being crazy because you know he ain't about nothing. Soon as you go. Now, that's, oh. hey, now that's Mrs. Jones in your right. face. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? What you think? Hey, Camille. I mean, that's true. That's like, what was it? Um, Sweetie, when she got her little car, whatever, and she was dancing, and everybody, all the girls was like, oh, he corny, he distant snatch. She was like, but y'all be the same ones calling him corny now. But the moment I would have stepped out of the picture, y'all be the same ones trying to hit his inbox or whatever. See? You know, we tear down those things that we like. We pick it apart because we don't feel like we're, we, we deserve it. Or, you know, what is it about me that I can't get that? Or we're lacking something in our own lives or whatever. So we want to pick that thing apart. But given the opportunity, 
Come on. You know, two seconds later, you moving in. Hey. You know, you don't know what it took to build that, and you don't know what that, you know, goes on in the background. But, you know, with them, too, is he learning her love language? If that's what they like to do and they like to laugh and that's quality time and he's, he's, he's um you know, uh, serving her in that way, it's going to be a good relationship. See? She's feeling full. She's feeling love. She's feeling like, you know, she's appreciated and valued. And I'm sure she does the same thing for him or else he wouldn't be doing all that stuff that he's doing for her. Come on now. Be, find mm-hmm. your own Mr. Jones and Mr. Smith and Mr. Uh, uh, Washington or whoever he may be and build, you know, it- and then like I said, don't, don't keep up with the joint Joneses. Sit down, have a conversation, and learn from the Joneses. Mm-hmm. Learn what it takes. Mm-hmm. Learn the, the things that they've gone through to get where they are. And they probably can give you a few tips, or they can give you a few tips. Uh, this is what's really going on. Yeah. You know, we don't want people to know X, Y, and Z, but my house is falling down, and you don't want this. Right. Trust me, you don't want this because this is a bigger burden that even, than even I want to bear. You know, but we got it. So I don't know how people going to feel. So we keep putting up this thing. Don't do that. And there's some things that I, I tell people too. Oh, you don't want that. Trust me, you don't want that. Don't See, go there. Don't, go there. there. don't go there. Right. Been, and, and, and got the T-shirt. And so another thing too, ladies and gentlemen, we need to be cognizant of what we are portraying. Yes. Because, it, it, listen, you might have went through some storms, right? You might have been through all types of up and downs in your relationship. However, Mm-hmm. You can also attract those individuals that are envious of your relationship and you open up doors for that sabotage. Yes. You get what I'm saying? You will open up those doors for sabotage. So how do you how do you um, conduct yourself A in public and B or in, in, not in public, even on social media? Right. Do you open yourself up to that stuff? But to the point, if you are. Hey, look, my boo this, this my boo, blah, blah, blah. Look, we so happy, blah, 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 blah. Individuals, you know what? It's like gnats, okay? Individuals that don't have the light inside of them, they're going to gravitate to the light somewhere else. And if you keep showing that type of light, it's going to attract people, but not everybody that's attracted to that light have the same intentions of being uh, to celebrate you and to help encourage you. They want it. They, they're attracted to their light because they want it and they want any piece of it. You get what I'm saying? So we need to be conscious of the energy that we put out there because we may be putting it out there and attracting a certain type of energy and envy that other Joneses want to sabotage. You get what I'm saying? So, so ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about the five love languages, understanding yours and staying out of other folks' businesses, the Joneses, right? Because whatever they got going on is their business. And, and, and listen, let's keep it 100. If they freaky and you ain't with a freak, you can't turn a freak into a freak. She had to already be there, first of all, part of it. But then some of you just have to learn, hey, let's try this. Okay, nope, that one don't work. Ain't gonna go there no more until you ready. Okay, we ease into it when you ready. But you don't want to compare yourself to the to the Joneses. So, but now we're talking about looking at individuals and expecting our life, right? Uh, uh, expecting our life to be like theirs because we're attracted to it and or if we're in, uh, in a specific place in space in our relationship, putting off that energy that everything is all good and it attracts individuals to our relationship that want to see us fail. So that's what we're on right now. What you think about that, Camille? 
I mean, it's true, but you'll have haters everywhere. You'll have, no matter where you climb, where you go, you know, and I had to realize that my energy is going to, as long as it's positive, you know, I want people to tell me when my energy is off, but um, it's going to attract both good and bad. I have to have some discernment and I have to surround myself with people who can see others for me when I can't see them for, you know, myself that will say, oh no, we need to put down this screen so the bugs can't get in or, oh, maybe you're outside and that light is attracting whatever whatever we need to bring you on inside you know where the where the gnats cannot you know bug you or can't do all these things so but no matter what anytime you're climbing the success ladder whether it's in your relationship in your family in your job or whatever there are people that are always seeking to replace you by sabotage by whatever it is who want what you have and um so you you just have to be conscious of that but you know when we just take care of our own we mind our own business. We 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 uh, water the grass that we have. The seeds are the same. We just have to put in the work to get it to grow. When we do all of those things, we'll find our own contentment in us, and we will not have to continue to try to keep up with the Joneses that and can't even keep up with themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know? So water your own grass. Be who you are. Uh, place good people around you who tell you the truth about who you are and who can give you honest feedback. And, um, you know, I, I think relationships, people and everything will grow um, and learning your partner for who they are, not placing an unreasonable expectation on them as to what you want them to be. So Absolutely. So look, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully you enjoyed this sanity check and don't forget, make sure that you go to sanity check, Two K's in the S, right on Facebook. That's our platform together. We do, 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 do love you. Welcome, welcome everyone. And we will see you next week. Same time, eight o'clock Central Standard Time in the morning. Stay positive, stay sane, and we love you. All right. We love you. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you.